welcome to the Wow Influence podcast. We're your hosts, Ed and Kobe. This is the place where you'll find everything you need to know about the world of influencer marketing and how to become an expert in this space. Hey guys, welcome back to Wow Influence podcast. Hey Ed. Hi Kobe. So um, we, we kind of gave in the first two episodes like really touch points in terms of what this world is all about. One of the two issues that we're facing, there are plenty of more and we'll start discussing solutions somewhere down the road. But today I want to take all the listeners to, to the, the basics. Influencer marketing, why is it so good? What's the benefits, uh, the size of the market? And I think from that, uh, I hope you as, as our audience uh, will understand what we're so enthusiastic about this this overall uh, domain, okay? So, so, you know what? Let, let's start w- with a basic question. What is influencer marketing? So, many people define this differently, but uh, at root, what we're talking about here is influencing the audience that we're trying to reach. So, generally speaking, we're, we're a brand. We're trying to reach an audience to try to get them to buy our product or service. Mm-hmm. And we use an intermediary uh, to help us get that message in a way that the audience will be receptive to. Okay, but but you didn't describe something new. We always, you know, the, especially the big brands, used uh, celebrities, used like A-list guys. What's the difference here? The di- main difference between sponsorship and, and, and being a spokesperson, uh, being an endorser of mm-hmm. a brand. An ambassador. An ambassador even, uh, well, that's a newer term. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the main difference is that, you know, when you see uh, George Clooney talking about Nespresso capsules, what does George Clooney know about coffee? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, do, is he some sort of a mechanical engineer who knows how to make uh, a coffee press? Does he grow coffee? Does he, is he an expert in coffee? He's not, right? He's just a familiar face. Yeah. So when you're, you're driving down the highway, you see his beautiful face. Uh, you're trying to connect with, with Nespresso. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, Nespresso hopes that you'll then notice that there's a Nespresso brand uh, also on that, uh, you know, billboard or commercial yeah. or whatever it is. Um, so it, it's basically it's using a, a shiny object to get people's attention. <laughs> okay. okay, I like the definition. Um, influencer marketing is, uh, you know, in, in contrast, is exactly that. It's it's if Nespresso was to get a coffee expert, uh, a mechanical engineer to explain why this machine is so much better than uh, the machine you already have at home, uh, things along these lines, right? So, so if I were a true uh, coffee connoisseur, right, and I, you know, ordered my beans from this special place, and you know, and I spent you know hours a day on my on my okay. coffee addiction, right, my coffee habit, um, do I care what George Clooney has to say about coffee? Absolutely not, right. But are there coffee experts out there who I obsessively read every word that they write on the internet, and uh, even go to events to see them speaking live, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. For sure, in, in any kind of niche. It could be coffee yeah, exactly. or mountain biking or, or makeup or, or whatever you want. Or, or fashion or beauty, which is the obvious aspect, uh, definitely. So, so basically, it can be implemented to almost any niche. Exactly. Including businesses. Like, like I understand the consumer market, but I assume there are influencers on, on some business side of things, like, I don't know, SAPs as, as an ERP system or something that, similar to that. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the business world, we've had this for for a long time. We've called this consultants, right? right. We, we go right. and we pay experts to, to give us good advice, mm-hmm. right? And so in, in the consumer world, it's a little different. It's the brand who's paying the expert to get that message out. The consumer right. isn't paying for that advice. But it's the same idea. 
right? You're, you're, you want the, your target audience to be hearing things from an expert that they trust. Mm-hmm. So I understand the fact that it's, it's something that you take uh, your, your spokesman now to a different level. You want the experts to talk about your brand or your product. What the social networks kind of uh, gave to help this industry uh, succeed? Right. So uh, we, we can look at, you know, the, the advertising world and, and uh, the rise of digital advertising and Google ads and all of that. And if you go to any CMO of any big brand and you ask him, you know, how's your PPC uh, spend going? How's the results? You throw in numbers in, in a matter of seconds. Uh, but, but the general trend is that the performance of, of uh, you know, banner ads and search mm-hmm. ads, they've been going down. Yeah. Right. You're spending more and more to get less and less. We became banner blinds. Exactly. It, this is what happened to us. Right. And it doesn't really matter if the, the platform is Google, like specific, I don't know, news website or even uh, anything else uh, behind this, like YouTube uh, video in, in that aspect, right? You're trying to skip the ad all the time. That's right. That's right. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get into a, a medium that's more natural and it's more organic that people want to be okay. there. So We're social not, networks uh, is a good place for this. Yes. So, so as a brand, I don't want to interrupt what someone is doing. I want it to just uh, seamlessly integrate into their day. Mm-hmm. That they, they take to my blend message. blend in. Yes, blending in. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So if I'm a user and I'm scrolling through my Instagram uh, page and, or feed, sorry, and, and I'm going through the different posts, I actually became also, uh, I know, ad blind to ads coming in to, uh, through the feed, Right. So what I'm going to use the, influ- the, the these guys that I follow, uh, and, and all of a sudden I'm seeing this mountain biking. It's going to be a theme, I think, <laughs> across the episode. I'm seeing this guy holding, I don't know, a helmet or a specific bike that he's riding, or he just posted a video of 10, sec- 10 seconds video about his last ride, and you see him jumping over some crazy jump or something like that, and I'm going to be interested in that. That's right. I mean, I... I uh, like if I'm a mountain biking enthusiast, right? I might buy one bike uh, a year or something, go on a couple of trips, but that's, you know, what I can squeeze in uh, mm-hmm. on the side after my day job, right? What I would love to do is be able to buy as many bikes as I would like and test them all out and see all the coolest places in the world. But we can't all do that. But yeah. we live vicariously through people who can. <laughs> uh, that's uh, a lot of what social media is about, right? When we can't be doing it ourselves, we... We go and search for, for the things we like and to get that quick jolt uh, of inspiration yes. for our day, okay. right? Um, so, you know, do I want to hear about the latest bike or the latest suspension system or the latest Definitely. helmet? For sure I do. Um, but I'm also, you know, I know that if it comes directly from the marketing department of a brand that, uh, you know, I have to take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. right? What I, what I would love to see is to have an objective place where uh, there's a person who really just cares about the mountain biking, and and wants to pro, you know promote products that are good that he would buy himself. Okay, so it's like becoming. I think it, the right term for this is like a non-ad ad. That's in terms right. of what I see, and because of that, that and because I'm following specific people that are interested in the same domain, or I can live through their eyes. I like this one. Uh, I'm actually less uh, less cynical and and more more trust in the message that that someone tries to. Give me all. That's right. That's right. So, so consumers understand uh, the basic, uh, you know, function and, and, and place of advertising in our society, right? We say, okay, I'm going to get something for free, and it's going to be paid for by advertising, right? Um, but what's interesting is that if you ask uh, the average, like, Facebook user, 
Do you want to be paying for your Facebook use by watching ads? They're going to say no. That's just annoying me. Yeah. Right? Right. But if you say, uh, you know, th- this uh, mountain bike influencer Kobe that you follow, you realize that uh, if he wants to do this full time, he's going to have to pay the bills. Right? And so people really do understand that. They, uh, they want uh, the people that they like and the people that they trust to make a living off of what they're doing. As long as they, it's... As long as they've as, as objective and, and correct or at least give the right disclosure correct so so you know in the first phase of influencer marketing a few years ago it was like sort of a, a, the thinking was it had to be secret that if you were to disclose that you were doing this on a, on a paid basis with a brand that somehow would alienate your audience it's not true first mm-hmm. of all that's illegal and always was the FTC has clarified this since but nothing really has changed if you have a financial relationship with a uh, With a brand, you must disclose that to your audience, right? Okay. Anything that would uh, that color your uh, your decision has to be disclosed. Um, but and and this you know people thought this was going to be some kind of apocalypse for the industry, and it's not. Uh, everyone already understood that this is how it Actually, works. Actually, I think it, it made the the industry much more mature in terms of the the way people treat it. I, I completely agree. Yeah, okay. and I think it made uh, the biggest brands and the biggest agencies much more comfortable. Uh, stepping into this space now mm-hmm. that everything is disclosed and everything is uh, uh, you know uh, the, the worst tactics have been uh, you know weeded out of, of the system and one thing you said you actually said two things in terms of the benefits and I think it's important to, to mention this one you said it's going to bring the focus on the messenger not the message can you explain this a bit sure sure so um, you know in, in advertising and in uh, communications theory right you We always talk about uh, that there's a message and there's the messenger mm-hmm. or, or the message and the medium right uh, there's a famous saying that the medium is the message yeah right so uh, so when we apply that to influencer marketing we're saying that I, I do want to hear about this new helmet or this new mountain bike but God help me if I have to listen to one more ad <laughs> or uh, right or get interrupted in my day to do this I want I want to get there when I'm ready for it and when I'm in the mood to engage with it right right. And, and the second thing that you said is that uh, well we, we all know that uh, influencer marketing is targeting audience I think the general concept right now in, in obviously in, in, in the overall marketing world is trying to segment the market or the personas method of, of trying to find your audience based on a specific per- persona which is a theoretical person and you try to find the segments in right which, right so in, if you're in influencer you're... marketing what you tra- targeting different aspects of, of the audience right? That's right. So there's a few things to, to mention here. So, so if you're, uh, let's say, you're, you're, a, you're a car maker like Ford, right? If you have people over the age of 30 or 40, you can still reach them with traditional means, uh, TV and billboards and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, but if you're trying to uh, find that next generation of Ford car buyers, good luck with yeah. those uh, traditional methods, right? Like the millennials... Yeah, millennials and, and on down. They're not watching TV, they're watching YouTube at the best case scenario. They're not uh, reading through newspapers that they're, they're going through the iPad they have and I'm trying to understand what's going on in life. Right. So, so if you're trying to reach the millennials, uh, this is not optional for you. Uh, this is the only way to reach uh, the next generation of consumers. Mm-hmm. Which takes us to the next point in, in what I think it's, it's worth uh, mentioning is Digital marketing exists for the last 15, 20 years, and it, it evolved all the time and continues to evolve, like from the banners to the Google ads to, to anything that we have right now with the Facebook ads. So influencer marketing is, is 
you know what? Let's take the previous generation of digital marketing, content marketing. It's a huge, it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar market, right? Influencer marketing, what is it? It's the replacement? It's the next stage in the evolution? Where is it fitting into the evolution of digital marketing? I think it's a, the perfect complement to content. Um, so, so back to that message. Messenger thing, if you have a great message, like you have great content, you still need to deliver it in an engaging way. You need to deliver it in a voice that matches the audience you're trying to reach, right? Even if it's the same product, mm-hmm. right? You might have uh, people who just like a more lighthearted message a uh, fun uh, introduction to a product versus people who, you know, they want just the specs yeah, and the they tables. want the, yeah, and then the hard uh, numbers, right? So, so one car or one mountain bike can satisfy both of those people as long as you use two different messengers to deliver the same message, okay. right? So, so in many ways, actually, influencer marketing is just another tool in the toolbox of, of a marketer. That's right. That's what we need to look at it. And this is how we need to treat this. So my takeaway take from this is that Uh, when you're doing a campaign and you can start from TV ad or newspaper ad or something like that, which is the offline world, and you now add another layer of digital marketing, which can expand to Google ads or to Facebook ads or to even some organic content marketing that you're trying to promote. Now, there's another place that you need to look at in terms of uh, how to deliver the message, which is influencer marketing. Find the influencer. This is just another layer or another tool. That you need to do in order to have, to have better results correct and and one more thing that is is worth mentioning is that the targets do not change like the goals of the campaign can be increasing the brand awareness or drive more sales like you can use influencer marketing for both that's right that's right uh, there's been a focus probably in the first wave of influencer marketing there's been a focus on brand awareness just mm-hmm. because that's what's the easiest thing to measure They like the shares of, of this world, uh, right you know, the right. reach. Uh, but what we're seeing in, in the second phase is that uh, brands are increasingly looking for that end-to-end solution that mm-hmm. delivers, uh, you know, what is the actual ROI of this campaign. And, and we'll have a dedicated episode for ROI and, and one of the issues that we have with this. Uh, okay, so, so kind of convinced us that, that it's, it's a huge market and it's nice to know. So let's talk about the size. As far as I know from market research, The size of the market is kind of growing very fast. It, it's, it's like, I don't know, it, it's maybe because of the main brands coming in, but let's talk numbers. In uh, 2016, it was about $2 billion market. In uh, 2017, it go all, more than duplicated to $5 billion. I know that 2018, although the numbers are not close, and, but, but from the feeling and the growth throughout the year, it came closer to $8 to $9 billion. Yeah, maybe even over $10. Okay, yeah. so it's really difficult. Are we looking at duplicating every year or adding much more money into this space? Uh, certainly, we're going to see a lot of expansion in terms of which, uh, which niche, product niches and which industries uh, are active in this space. So mm-hmm. uh, people may have been overwhelmed a little bit last year with all the health and the beauty yeah. uh, influencers on, all on over Instagram. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're starting to see like all kinds of different niches and all kinds of different networks as well. I mean, Twitch with gaming is growing incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinterest for, for you know, home goods and, and decoration. New and, social networks like TikTok. Y- yep, for music and all that. Yep, so, so this is something that's only getting bigger. It's only spreading to more industries. So more, it's not just industries, like more main brand, mainstream brands that are kind of discovering the eureka moment. Hey, we, why aren't we using uh, influencer marketing? It gives great results and all the benefits that we, we discussed 
right? This is kind of what we're going to see in the next few years. Correct. correct. And, I, and I think in many ways it's going to do good to this industry that you mentioned was going through the first phase, now going to the second phase of growing up with all the growing pains. And I think it's going to be going to make some good to the industry that will take us to the third phase in, of more maturity and more uh, better ways to, to take advantage of this great medium, right? Correct, correct. And that's going to be uh, in partnership with uh, brands, agencies, platforms, regulators, regulators. Uh, so all of that stuff is starting to shake out now. And, uh, you know, the Wild West days are, are hopefully behind us. Mm -hmm. And now we can focus on, uh, you know, delivering real value to, to people and to brands. Great. So, guys, I hope we gave you some, some uh, basics of what it is, what we started with what's influencer marketing, well, I think with more of a Webster dictionary definition, but we, we gave you the, the understanding of, of what it is all about. Uh, throughout, you discovered a lot of benefits or add-ons, I would say, that gives uh, the marketer much more tools in his toolbox to do that right. Uh, we spoke about content marketing versus, or not, in addition to influencer marketing. And I think that uh, when we're concluding this, uh, we spoke about the size of the market and, and how it's growing and why it is growing. Uh, again, thanks, Ed, for, for a lot of insights. Thank you, Kobe. See you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more episodes, find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also find much more on our website, wowinfluence.com or on our social networks at WowInfluence. Stay tuned for the next episode and keep on hustling.